0: All right. All right. Faith Westwood. Good morning. What's up, y'all? Yeah. Good to see y'all. Good to see y'all. And uh, I am so excited to be here. I am the real uh, Pastor Todd. Just so you guys will know, he has been faking. Your pastor is actually black and very young. And very rich. Just playing. And, uh, you know, it is an honor to be here. Pastor Todd, he and uh, your pastors, uh, he and his wife are just, they're super kind people. And I've been doing some work with Pastor Todd on a certain project here we're doing to uh, be a United Voice in Omaha. And having been able to work with him, he is just genuinely good. Uh, He is just an amazing man. I believe his heart is in the right place. And so it is such a pleasure being able to work with him. And uh, my family was up there earlier. Um, sorry, I've been texting my wife here back and forth, just Mac into her. You know, cause I got to keep come on, fellas, and get my mac on. Be like, girl, I'm in church. You better stop talking that way. All right, I'm just playing. And uh, and uh, um, but she sends greetings. She literally does. We just couldn't be here as a family this morning. We were kind of going a few different ways between uh, business and ministry. And so, uh, um, but it is good to be here with you all. And we're gonna get started by worshiping the Father. And so uh, together, first service was awesome, all right? I absolutely loved hanging out with first service. Usually it's backwards, usually it's like first service is kind of like, they're getting the, 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 the wheels going and then second service is just kind of like all right? So don't disappoint me, all right? And, uh, uh, but yeah, Reverend Jarrell Roach, I am a missionary, both locally and uh, foreign We are going to Cuba again this summer. I love Cuba. I've fallen in love there. If I get there in time. I'll share a story about Cuba, a couple that I think are really important. And then we do ministry here in town through Campus Life and all over the nation. We are been part, our family, our household has been part of leading so many people to Christ and sharing bonds that I think are just important. And he has opened my eyes up to all sorts of things, things that I couldn't even imagine being a little kid there in the class. Just, you know, I just wanted to be a teacher and a dad. That's all I remember. And so I'm both now and I'm I'm super glad about it. And so we raise all of our funding. If God ever puts it on your heart, like, hey, go fund that handsome black guy. Mm. So we we unapologetically ask and we unapologetically let people know we are funded. Uh, But if you're ever like, yo, we want to learn more about what you're doing. How are you reaching this world? Uh, How are you being, how are you bridging the gap? Like, I'd love to share that. If you're a prayer warrior and you're like, hey, we want to pray for you. God ever puts that on your heart, we would absolutely receive it unapologetically. And, uh, and so I just want to let you all know that as well. But we're going to worship the Father together, because shared experience is where it's at. And so I'm going to start by just naming what God is to me. And I, I can name as many as I want to. That's the name of this game. You can name as many as you want to, who He has been to you, who He has been to others. But we're just going to name it out loud. We're going to name it out loud. All right. Even if uh, it's not one at a time, it's just oh, whoever's naming it. We just want to name it out loud and give him some praise and give him some glory because he's worthy of it all. And so I will start first. Okay. You guys ready to do this? All right. All right. God is good. Can I ask that? Has God been good to anybody in here, by the way? Gosh. Oh, So good. So good. So these three stories before, before I get started, these three rings, They're everywhere. They're part of our Campus Life Ministry, our Youth for Christ Ministry, launched by Billy Graham some time ago. But those three rings represent three stories that I think are prominent and the most important. It's God's story, my story, and your story. And the closer those are, the the closer we are in relationship, the more relational equity is being built. God desires those stories to be together. So let's create a shared experience. I'm gonna start off first by just saying, you are the great I am. King of Kings, Mm. my best friend, worthy of our praise. Lifter of our heads, everything that I need. You are the light in darkness. this is what i want you guys to do guys and gals if god has been good to you if he's been good to your neighbor if he's been good to you at any part of your life that means it's eternal if he's been good to your children if he's been good to someone that you know in the world if he's been good to you all i want you to do is just begin to give him praise can we do that come on come on Yeah, 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 come on. If he's the big God that you say he is, if he's really changed your heart, if he saved you, no, he saved you from hell. If he saved you, if he's given you a brand new life, come on, it wasn't a surgeon, it wasn't a financial advisor, it wasn't a coach, it was a true and living God. If he died on the cross for you, can you clap louder? Can you clap from your heart? If he's changed your life, can you lift your voice between you? If he's done it for you, not me, for you. If he's done it for your children, if he's done it in this world, if he's done it for the black and the white and the brown, for the fully functional, for the handicapped, for the blind, for the deaf, for the mute, if you believe in the Bible, if that is word for you, if that is real life for you, would you just lift your voice? Not because I'm telling you to, but because it's real. If you believe it's truth, hallelujah, bless you Jesus, thank you Savior, hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on, if he saved your neighbor, if he's brought him here today, if he's good for the homeless, if he's good for the wealthy, if he's good for the millionaire, if he's good in the village, if he's good in the city, bless his name. If he overcame the grave, if he overcame the enemy, if he crushed Satan, if he breaks curses, bless his name. Come on. Not for you, not for me, but for him. Glory and honor, blessings, every voice, praise his name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Bless you, Jesus. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Wow, wow, wow. Come on, Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've been good, better to me than I've been to myself. Man, you brought me out when I had no other way. You've been a good God and nothing but good. You saved me when nothing else could. You changed me when nothing else could. You're the greatest remedy to the greatest need. You are an everlasting Father in a world that quits. You are the light when darkness seemed to prevail. Good Father God Almighty. Let's go. Come on. All right. All right, so I've been working to hear from God lately. And uh, I just want to step out in faith. It makes me super nervous, and it makes my armpit sweat every time I do it. I walked out at the beginning of the service because I had to go foot more of the and on. All right. I carry it in my bag. All right. It's like scripture. And, uh, but I've been learning to hear from God. Sometimes he just puts names in my heart um, as I'm getting closer to go and preach to places. And sometimes it's 100% exact, and I'm looking for the 100% exact. I'm OK with what seems like a failure. Um, I think God gives us A plus anytime we try. And so I just want to ask real quick, is there a Trevor or a Tracy in the house? I got those names a couple weeks ago, or a couple days out, and I just want to ask, is there a Trevor or a Tracy? And if not, that's okay. I don't want to cause any confusion. This is the other thing. I, I heard Tracy's name, I seen it, God showed it to me, and he showed me a couple other things, but then he showed me a name, Megan. Is there a Megan in the house? Okay, cool, no big deal, it's all right. And so what, we, what we're starting to find out is the more I'm exper- wait, what is that? Who's that? Who? Your wife's name is, wife's name is Megan, okay, what's your name? Tom. Tom, Tom, how you doing? Okay, very good, man. Um, Megan, how does she spell that name? M-E-G-A-N, okay, because when I was seeing it spelled, I was seeing it spelled a certain way, all right? And I'm just learning to hear from God. Can I ask you a certain question? This is what I felt, but I don't know. Is Megan getting ready to start or is she ending something in her life? Cause I seen, he gave me two words. He gave me life and he gave me ending. I don't know what those mean. I don't know if it was someone that had been lost or if it's something that she's changing. Absolutely. What's your son's name? Is it, is it him? Brody? What kind of, what are you, what are you going down there for, buddy? Yeah. And, awesome. Okay. Very good. And um, does your wife's favorite colors or colors that are important to her happen to be pink or yellow? If not, don't, don't exaggerate. Okay, no, okay. It's just he gave me like a sequence of things and I just wanted to try it. Like I'm totally cool with it. I'm sweating like crazy right now, but I'm totally cool with it. An uh, end and a beginning. So dude, God is lengthening some, he's, he's changing some things for you. Is that right, Mr. Brody? Okay, very good. Tom, Megan, Brody. Haley, what's up girlfriend? Okay, um, Tom, do the colors blue, gold, and white mean anything to your family? those three. That's favorite color. Okay, but nothing gold and white. It's cool. Yeah, don't Yeah, don't worry, don't fish for it. It's okay. If it was if it was relevant, it would pop up. Okay, so Brody. Hey, buddy, stand up real quick, man. Alright, we're gonna pray for you, dude. Okay. Alright, God, you gave me Megan's name and you give me other clues. I don't know why exactly, but I believe you are a God that heals. And so I thank you for specifically calling out Tom, Megan, Haley, and Brady. And I pray that that process would be absolutely successful in the, uh, in the improvement of Brady's body. In Jesus' name. If you wanna do it in advance, I pray that you can do it. You are an absolute miracle and wonder-working God. And Brady, God is in love with you. He is, ab- Brody, he is absolutely in love with you. He loves everything about you and your family. I believe he loves your mom's name. I believe that's why he gave it to me. I believe that's exactly it, because he calls things out. And I believe God wants to absolutely heal you and impair you, my man. God loves you so much, all right? I speak healing. his healing over you in Jesus' name, all right? Come on, give God some praise. Then you dabbed on him. Cool. Hey, Tom, God as a father is going to give you as a father everything you need to sustain your family in this process because he loves you and he cares about that process. Here's the thought. God wants to always improve Brody's life, but God does not do that to Brody. Okay, so God is going to send you guys to a place where you can get the help that you need, but he loves your family so much, so you don't ever have to question who he is and how he is. He's going to give you a a tremendous process, and he's going to teach you along the way, but you specifically as a father, he's going to give great tips and instructions to, I would be surprised to feel or learn what that looks like, so I'd love to stay in contact with you afterwards. He's going to do a great work to your heart in particular because a father works in the father's heart, so that you can lead well all right and he wants your process to be a successful one okay all right man all right so love reality uh love reality is a larger reality than the one that we can see it is part of an invisible realm the bible talks about an invisible kingdom and an invisible god Uh, but this god and this kingdom is real and it's more real than we are it's realer than any political party um It's really, I mean, I have no problem against it, but it's really than any branch of service, uh, military, I've been there, uh, you know, we live in that, like it's larger than any race, it's larger than any amount of funds or any state or football team, if you will, dang it, Uh, I thought Cornhuskers were right up there, and, uh, but it's a reality that we live in that supersedes us, it is larger than we are, and it impacts us more than any reality does. It's an invisible kingdom, and it's love there, because God is love, and his love, anything can exist and persist on his love. Anything and everything, because love never fails. Say it with me. Love never fails. I can guarantee you that because it comes from the Bible, and the Bible is true to us, right? And so there is an invisible realm, too. I often run into people that are mad at God, and, but they won't acknowledge that there is an enemy that comes to kill, steal, and destroy, and that shows up too, just like the love of God. One of the greatest mistakes I think that we can make, whether we know it or not, is getting ready to go fight a battle, not realizing that your adversary is already outside of your door and you never knew he existed. They call that ambush. And so the truth is, God is only good, and the more we get to know him, the more we don't realize, the more we realize we don't have to be mad at Him. There is an enemy that comes still, kill, and destroy. There is a reality called sin, but it does not even remotely compare with what God is doing. Because where grace is, sin is, grace is all the more, and love covers a multitude. There is something that is greater than sin that we don't have to live in. Darkness does not win. Sin does not win, and the enemy is not in control. God is. If you believe that, say amen. All right, so let's preach. Oh, Lord. All right, here we go. Somebody say, adore and love people. This is up to us to do, all right? And out of Ephesians, um, and if you needed your Bible, that starts on page 173, or it starts towards the end of the, end of the Bible, all right? And, uh, and it says this, and not just barely free, our sister was just reading it, but he says, abundantly free. Someone say, abundantly free. He thought of everything, provided everything we could possibly need, letting us in on the plans. He took such a delight in making. He set it all out before us in Christ, a long range plan in which everything, everything would be brought together and summed up in him. Everything in deepest heavens, everything on planet earth, in Jesus. And then the principle here is God is willing to give the person next to you his entire kingdom. Look at the person next to you and say, you better share it. Share, tell them sharing is good. All right? So he is. He made a plan. He created a plan. He sustains a plan. And then it says he actually sustains it in Jesus. Whew. Don't get ahead of yourself. He sustains it in his son, his son that became man. He sustains it in a man, everything. And then he lets you in on the plans. Ron Dolzer said it like this pastor, Ron Dolzer said, there comes a point where we let Jesus into our heart through salvation. And then he turns back around and he lets us into his heart through journey and destiny. And when you see just how big his love is, the reality that supersedes anything we're dealing with, oh boy, it changes you. There's another scripture here that says this. Oh, next page here. The culture of the heart, the culture of the heart. We can change many things. We can add many laws. We can add policy after policy, but what has to be changed is the heart. Creating me a clean heart and renewing me a right spirit. That's biblical, that's true. Right? It takes us having a transformed heart from God. Ezekiel 37 expresses that God will remove every stony place, He will remove every idol, and He will give His people a new heart. And so some would say, you know, in the heart of deceitful above all things, well, if you did not believe in God's love reality, but when you realize God gives you a heart, you realize that this inexpressible value of the heart he gives you is, is made to change your life forever. And he doesn't give you something to deceive you. He just asks you to trust in him still. Not the gift, him. Right? And so the culture of the heart, it's, it's Christ that we find out who we are and what we are living for. It's in Christ that we find out who we are and what we're living for. Not a race, not a family tradition, even though this stuff is good, not a wealth status, not a neighborhood, not a Democratic or Republican party, and not a country. It's in Jesus, the man, the person. Then it says, long before we first heard of Jesus or heard of Christ and got our hopes up, he had his eyes on us, had designs on us for glorious living. Part of an overall purpose, he is working out in everything and everyone. And then it goes on to say this, we all fall short of the glory. This is my principle. We all fall short of the glory of Jesus. Uh, Excuse me, we all fall short of the glory. But Jesus is the one that we walk over. He bridges the gap. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, right? I showed an example, I'm not gonna be able to get there this service, but imagine two people being here. Imagine God or Jesus, in fact, Jesus himself being here, way, truth, life. And everywhere between there, there's gaps of glory that we missed. And then God sends his son Jesus to literally bridge that gap, where we can literally walk over each and every gap and he becomes a bridge without the idea of us slipping. We can walk over it in confidence and strength because it is in him that we put our confidence, right? You better come on and preach with me, girl, all right? It is in him that we put our confidence. You're okay, all right? It is in him that we put our confidence. And we had a young lady walking, a young lady that represents the church, the body, the bride walking back and forth because we're blessed coming in, we're blessed coming out. It doesn't matter what we've encountered or it doesn't matter what we're yet to encounter you know uh the truth of the matter is god has it all in store all planned we plan excuse me rightly fit we plan it he ordains it's all spoken for and accounted for there's nothing that god has missed but it all is in jesus somebody say amen the culture of the heart we must have a heart change sometimes things won't change until our heart does sometimes things won't get better even though the counseling, or we paid it down, or we took care of it, or I lost the weight, or I gained the muscle, sometimes it won't change until our heart literally changes. Right? But then if you think scientifically about a Petri dish, you know, the, it says that inside of the Petri dish, there's, there's literally living, moving organism called flesh in there. And if you group that living organism with another organism, you get a body of work. Well, we've been grafted into a body of work We went from Gentile to the same rights and inheritance as a Jew. You know, and oftentimes I'm dealing with, I'm working with Pastor Todd. We're working on some racial discrimination, like prevention stuff. And, you know, oftentimes people look at my white brothers and sisters, and they talk about the privileges that you all have, because you do. Just the way because our nation has been formed. But see, that's not where it stops. If we put our trust in that, that would falter. But when we recognize the moment we come into a loving, abiding, strong relationship with Jesus, we have the greatest privilege in the world no matter who we are or where we're from. Can I get an amen from that? It doesn't matter whether you're from a village or a mansion that's been passed down. You have the greatest privilege. He creates a plan. He invites you into a plan, and he gives you this treasure. He said, this is my good treasure. This is my treasure giving this to you. This is all I got, and it's yours. See, we have no right taking anything from anybody else. All we can do is present them Jesus. We have a right to present everyone with an experience in Christ when we meet them. Say amen. Amen. That's you and that's me. We have the greatest privilege wherever we go to introduce someone to the kingdom of God. It has to be a heart culture. It has to be a heart change. Jeremiah, can I get you to come up here real quick, dude? All right. So clap for my little brother as he comes. Jeremiah, he is so handsome. I got furniture. I got furniture shirt on. He got a married man shirt on, okay? Come on. Jeremiah, say hello to everybody. Everybody say hello to Jeremiah. Hello! Wow. And I want to show you a quick picture. Jeremiah's posted. One's a before and one's after. You can't tell now, but what makes your story significant is not only how God changed you, but what what else? What has changed in your life? Um,
1: What's changed in my life is going to... Israel Actually, hold on.
0: Let me ask you another question. We're going to go in there to the Make a Wish Foundation in just a minute. Don't tell everybody yet. Okay? So Jeremiah, like all of his other brothers and sisters, are incredible. Like his parents are incredible. God makes beautiful people, but Jeremiah has had a change in his body. What did God give you, he you a new? He gave you a new. He gave you a new part. What did He give you? He gave me a new heart. He gave Jeremiah a new heart. Ben can come. All right. He gave Jeremiah a new heart. Looking at him, you would never be able to tell. And that's why the heart has to change. Because if you got to know this man, you would get to know that he has taught how to follow God. He actually is a young six-year-old working to follow God. And we're going to have him pray for you in just a minute. See, the heart is what—when ch- the heart changes, the issues of life flow from the heart. And the one that is supposed to take up that space is Jesus Christ. And if he is flowing from our heart, what, think about the gifts that we can give to this world. They may be invisible until you show up. They may be just in your mind until you, until you activate, until you step in. Jeremiah, a new heart, right? Man, right. You, you, tell, you start saying that in front of a bunch of girls, you're going to get married early. They're going to be like, oh, my goodness. Brett, you can come too. All right. Like, oh. Okay, so you went, to, you went to Make-A-Wish Foundation. You went to Disneyland. Yes. Man, that's just like heaven, dude. This is exactly what God gives us. This is exactly what God gives us. Hey, can you pray for us real quick, buddy? Yes. All right, let's do it.
1: so Lord help everything with, um, help everything to go on. well. help everybody to, to believe in Jesus and help. But everything is going on with us and help every everything going on with people, people in this world to. Believe Jesus and 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 help everybody to be safe. Know how the damage should go behind them and around them, and help everything to go well. Help um, people's families to be be the, the spirit of God, and help everything's going on. Let people's families. People on going on and hope everything to go well. Jesus' name,
0: amen. Amen, I love it. Thank you, Jeremiah, go we'll have a seat. Clap for that dude. <clears throat> Faith like a child, praying in and pushing into the father like a child, a heart changed like the child. You know, what's gonna make our country great again is a heart change. I can guarantee you that, cause I've been there and I've done that. You know, I remember, Going to Cuba, change. I remember just last summer we changed this man. We gave him a shower, cleaned him, shaved him, washed him, and what seemed like it was humili—what could be a humiliating circumstance. All he kept saying was "bueno," all he kept saying was "guapo," bragging for himself, right? All he wanted was good. All he wanted was to be changed. That's it. The wor- it says in the Bible that the world is waiting with groaning pains for the sons of God to literally manifest to show up. Oh, hallelujah. And then I remember walking him out to the kitchen where all the other Asianos were, the elderly were, and they busted out in applause for this man. I mean, they went crazy. They are shouting out, guapo and bueno. Well, here's what it is. Heaven is literally leaning out, blessing you, cheering you on, championing you on, with the grace of God, with the gift of God saying, run on. Do it, God's people. We're waiting on you to do it. I think about the horse Secretarius. He comes out of the gate. and he's flying in this race, and he's getting out faster than any other horse has ever in his time. And I remember he's matched up with another horse coming around that back stretch, and the commentator's looking at, uh, looking at the race, thinking, oh, this horse is about to die out, because he was flying around at record pace, and he's going back and forth with another horse, and all of a sudden, he starts getting an edge on another horse, and then the commentator's saying, he's one stride ahead, he's two stride ahead, he's three horses ahead, he's four horses ahead, he's five horses ahead, oh my goodness, is he gonna die out and he comes around the corner and they're nail biting because they're thinking is this going to last or is he going to finish strong and he finishes strong he crushes the record in two something two seconds and some change crushes it but see the unique thing about this horse the advantage the privilege was he had a heart three times the size of a normal horse 22 pounds You got a Christ living inside of you. He has the biggest heart in the world, and he wants to enlarge your heart. He doesn't want to give you a a gift that's going to deceive the world. He wants to give you a gift that's going to turn the world on to his light. You are the glory of God. He wants to glorify you and reveal himself through you through love. He wants to reach people, but he wants to reach people through you. And if all things exist and dwell in Jesus, all God's plans existed and dwelt in Jesus, and that Jesus is living inside of you, what does that have to say about you? You are relevant, you are prominent, you are glorious, you are high and lifted up, but it's not for you to boast in yourself, it's for you to boast in the Lord. So you let your good lights, be, uh, you let your good lights shine before men that they would acknowledge your, see your good works and acknowledge your Father in heaven. That's scripture, that's what we're supposed to do. That's the culture change, that's the heart change, that's the love reality. The love and reality exists in you because if God is love and He lives inside of you, who are you? That way you can no longer look at yourself for just this, or just this, but you have to look inside of yourself for what literally is sitting inside of you. Heaven, that's why thy kingdom come and thy will be done is so relevant and so real. That's why the work of Jesus Christ on the cross is so real. That's why him bearing your stripes is so real. That's why you get a chance to give him his full reward, a life limitless unlimited to the glory and favor of God, lived through love, life-changing, world-impacting love that never ever changes, that everything can bank on, that never ever loses. You have victory sitting inside of your soul, and it's time to help the world win by allowing them to see Jesus. You give him his reward. Love reality. Thank you all so very much.
1: worship you choose the humble and raise them high you choose the weak and make them strong